This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Let's go back to the phones, though. Uh, Christina, go ahead. Hi there. So this may not directly be related to M103. However, I just want to talk about maybe an issue that Justin Trudeau and just our federal government in general should be looking at, and it's the issue of maternity leave. So I found myself um, pregnant last year, and I had my baby. And when I was preparing for taking my time off from work, I, I was doing the math and making sure my finances were in order. And then I discovered that maternity leave was 55% and I thought oh, okay well you know there must be 50 it must be 55% of my annual income and then I was shocked to discover that in fact no it wasn't it was 55% up to a max of $420 a week I believe and so I am a woman who you know I've done very well for myself I have six years of post-secondary and I have a very good job and I find myself losing 75% of my income while I'm on mat leave so why is it that as a, an educated woman, I now have to make the decision as to, you know, do I want more children or do I not? I have to cut back on my spending, cut back on my income, on my family income in order to have children. And why is why should women have to make that decision? Why should women, educated women, have to, you know, go back to work early in order to make ends meet? It, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. And that just pisses me off. Uh Okay, what are you suggesting that it should be? I actually, you know, I don't, I, I know that the federal government doesn't have, like, bags of money that they can just throw at, throw at things, but 55% of your income, whatever it should be, would be a start. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to look it up here, because I, I didn't think that that was the case either. Oh, it is. Okay, so... Um... So it says EI maternity benefits are offered to biological mothers who cannot work because they are pregnant or recently given birth. Maximum of 15 weeks of EI maternity benefits is available. Uh, it says a maximum of 35 weeks of parental benefit. Two parents can, can split that. Uh, but I'm not seeing anything here about a maximum amount. There's a, there is a cap. It's, um, I, I, there, is, there is definitely a cap. I make yeah, okay. $950 every two weeks. And I can tell you that I made way more than that at my at my job. So it's not a percentage of your income like I initially had thought, but it's a cap of nine hundred and fifty dollars every two weeks, and that's after tax. Okay. All right. Well, so, so it just uh, seems to okay. me that you would want educated women having having children and you know populating Canada, but you right. know a lot of a lot of women they work really hard and getting degrees and getting good jobs and you know when. You, you're not being paid adequately than than other people. You just you're not being paid for the amount of hard work that you've done. So why would you want to have children? Well, that's an interesting question, Christine. Appreciate the phone call. I mean, do do we do we need to have more incentives for families to to have kids? Is it in our vested interest uh, to get that birth rate up? And maybe it is. So what's the best way to do that? Let's go back to the phones here, Derek. Go ahead. Hi, uh, Rob. How you doing? Good. 
understood uh, your last call that just finished up there. Um, I wanted to respond to her as well that um, I have been on EI for about the last uh, few months, and then before that was on sick leave due to a uh, due to an injury. Um, I received about the exact same amount of EI. Right. So that's uh, the that's the, the EI cap. That's not a a maternity. Uh, well, cap. yeah, but I mean they're they're all basically long term disability EI cap. Uh, sickness benefits, maternity leave, they're all basically the same thing. Um, as far as I know, as far as the, uh, the age that I've talked to as well, I can understand where she's coming from uh, in, in terms of, well, you want people to work great, you want to have uh, people that, um, that bring more humans into this world. I guess the biggest thing is that I'm a very educated man as well. And to see my, my income go down from about $80,000 a year down to about... Uh, not even enough barely to cover my mortgage is frustrating as well. And as much as I understand what she's saying, what makes the fact that she's a very educated woman compared to any other very educated woman or man for that matter, what makes her any more special that she needs to make more money? Okay. Derek, appreciate the phone call. So there you go. So he's saying that, look, this is just, that's the EI cap. So there's nothing particular specific about women going on mat leave they get EI just like anybody else. I guess Christina's point is that, well, don't we want women to have kids? Don't we need women to have kids? We're not having enough babies born in this country to begin with. Are we making it more difficult for families? Do we need to provide some incentive? Anyway, 403-974-TALK is a number. We're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. Uh, well, boy, Christina, you got uh, people worked up, it seems. Suggesting that uh, the Prime Minister, if uh, he wants to do something to help women, could maybe take another look at maternity leave. It's a lot of reaction to that. I'll let you know as well, coming up in a few minutes here, we're going to hear from Larry Boy with Public Interest Alberta. We'll get into the public versus private school debate. Uh, so I had a few texts just on, on how EI works. Now, I mean, I should know this, been through this. My wife went on maternity leave twice. Oh, that was a while ago now. Uh, anyways, someone else texted a point out that Right off the page, for most people, the basic rate calculating EI benefits is 55% of your average insurable weekly earnings up to a maximum amount. As of January 1, 2017, the maximum yearly insurable earnings amount is 51300 means you can receive a maximum amount of 543 per week. So yeah, okay, that's what it's capped at. Just wanted some clarity on, on what that number is or whether it's different for someone collecting EI versus someone on maternity leave. It's the same. She's suggesting that if she's... That if she's willing to take time off and have a family and she's paid into EI, shouldn't it be half of what she earns, not capped at a, at a certain amount? Maybe that would provide more incentive for more Canadian women to have more kids. A lot of you don't agree with that. In fact, one text here says, that may have been the most elitist call I've ever heard on these Talk 770. Although another text here says, Rob, your point doesn't need to be to try to say she's incorrect on the numbers, which, again, I wasn't suggesting she was, but that she is saying a better system needs to be in place. So we can have that debate. Another text here, though, says we have incredible maternity benefits in Canada. My wife has taken mat leave three times, and as much as I would have loved to have more income during that time, making money is a terrible reason to have kids. Let's go to the phones here. Your thoughts. Uh, Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob, I've got of my own and uh you know unlike your caller uh my wife and i are both business owners uh, there were no maternity benefits uh, for us number one 
Number right. two, uh, the whole point of maternity benefits are to, if you choose to take that year off, or to give you that opportunity to do that. And I think that's extremely generous in itself. As a business owner, I've had a couple of uh, employees that have gone and taken the year off, and it has led to some hardships in the company. It's a small company. But um, I, I was just a little bit shocked when I heard her comment that the, the amounts were too small. And yes, I appreciate she's had six years of education, et cetera, et cetera. But it really just struck me as being, you know, you, you've got to look at, so many other countries to see how good we've got it here. We really do. You know, that's just unacceptable, yeah. really. Well, that's, that's, that's a fair point. All right, Eric, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I think if you look at Canada versus other countries, you know, it might put things in a different perspective, certainly versus the United States. But I guess the people who are disagreeing with, with Christina's call, are they, are you okay with the status quo? Do you think we've got it figured out now, or is it too generous already? All right, let's get uh, Don in here. Don, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, I'm a little older, okay? Mm-hmm. And she really, you know, I'm a taxpayer, okay? So why should I raise your child? For You know what I mean? My wife went on maternity leave and went back to work. This is a long time ago. Yeah. I think she got 15. I'm not even sure what. We were just grateful to get a little bit, okay? Everybody, the youth nowadays, and, and probably some of us old people, we want our way of life, and we don't care. I'm educated, so you will pay me to have my standard of living. I got employees that work for me that have went on maternity leave, but they're still going to Hawaii because I deserve a holiday. Well, you're raising your child. Your holidays are over. No, I don't think you understand. And that's really, she really hurt me because she went on on how highly, so you mean the poorly educated women don't deserve any money? But she's highly educated, so she deserves. That's your elitist factor right there. Okay, that's all I got to say. Okay, Don, appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's get one more in on this. Is it uh, is this Stefan? Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah, sorry Hi. about it. Go ahead. Um, like Christina, I'm an educated woman. I went to school for a number of years, and I worked very hard to get where I am in my career. How I differ is I feel like we need to take a more holistic view about maternity leave in general and have companies create this shift to be a more family-friendly culture. I feel like the pressure for women to come back to work, to continue to work hard, and then pay childcare is so extreme, not just women, but men too. I feel like if as a society we took a more holistic approach and realized these are little human beings that are going to be your future doctor, future lawyer, future teacher, future construction worker, and realize we all pay into this and we're all helping raise these kids. And whether it's subsidized quality childcare, whether it's opportunities for women or men to extend their leave for whatever reason, I feel like there needs to be a shift away from this is the government's problem to know this is society's problem. And we need to figure out as a whole, how are we going to solve this? How are we going to make it easier for a parent to stay home and raise their child? How are we going to make it easier for them to transition back to work and afford proper childcare to help raise their child as well? There you go, Stephanie. Appreciate the phone call. You got last word on that. We'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll get into this issue of funding for private schools, this funding that currently follows the student. Do we need to cut that off? And what's the impact of that going to be? We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.